Welcome back. Season two. Season two. Can't believe that we are on season two. That's crazy. It's crazy. This is Trisha. And I'm Evangelist Laurieanne. And we're kicking, kicking it, it with Jesus. Jesus. So just a little recap of what last season was. We talked about a bunch of women in the Bible. We mm. talked about Josh Abed. Jezebel. Jezebel, that was a good one. <laughs> Hannah. Sarah. The woman with the issue of blood. Yeah, we talked about a lot of mm -hmm. wonderful, powerful people besides Jezebel. But that was a good episode. So this season, we really wanted to talk to people live. Mm. So today we have a special guest, absolutely one of my favorite people in the oh. whole world, who is a big <laughs> part of my story, my cousin Dina. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. And we just want to kick it off. We want to ask you to talk about your story, how Jesus changed you, who you were yes. before Jesus, and your testimony. So you got the floor for a couple minutes. Okay. So I was always the tough kid. I, I dealt with the pain as, as a kid, I lashed out at it, yeah. so I was always in trouble. I, from when I was this big, always getting in trouble. And uh, you know, we all have our things that we grow up with, the pain from yeah. our childhood, whether it's in the home or at school and friends, you know, I always get angry about it, like it would just flare this anger inside of me. Mm -hmm. And so by the time I was a teenager, I was lashing out, I started drinking, going down all the wrong roads with all the wrong people, and you know, just trying all different kind of drugs, being the cool girl, smoking and, and all of that. And I had a lot of anger with my dad. And I just I just have to say, like, he is his testimony is unbelievable. But uh, he's a he's definitely a completely changed man and living for God and That's we call so him the, the walking Bible because mm. he knows yeah, God's work. Yeah. And yeah, he if you ask him something about God, he brings you right to scripture and he has so much of it memorized, it's it's really beautiful. But I had a lot of anger towards him. We were always always fighting and you know, he he got saved when I was around fifteen. Mm -hmm and started forcing us all to go to church. So I, mm. I, I rebelled big time. <laughs> I would fight with them every Sunday morning. Yeah. It was a, a big blowout. I'd made them late for church all the time. And then I'd go to church and I would just sit there like this. I'd put my feet up, like awful teenage stuff, you know. But when I, when I had my, my first two babies, that's when I realized like, this is true. God's mm -hmm. word is true. And I want my babies to know how to get to heaven. Right. That was like the biggest and most important thing to me. Can I just, so it was your children going to heaven was more important to you than you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, anybody that has kids knows right. that. Like right. you, you'd die for them. Absolutely. You know, you'd do anything for them. So yeah. But I was in a very abusive marriage. Mm. Very, very abusive and so at that point I, I had a relationship with god i was a baby christian so mm -hmm. here's me thinking you become a christian and everything's going to be perfect oh, yeah, right, because right. you're living for god yes. and you're doing things god's way so life's going to be great mm. <laughs> nope right. that's not how it goes <laughs> that's, the lie, that's, that's part of the growing <laughs> process right like like realizing mm -hmm. like 
No, that's not how it goes. The beautiful thing is how God works through those yeah. trials in your life. We're all always going to have right. trials and mm. suffering and pain in our life. But I've done it both ways. I've I've walked away from God mm. and saw what that was like living without him, which which brought me to the point of suicide. Um, and, and living with him and, and walking through those trials with him and, wow. and growing and and seeing God's faithfulness. And that, that's one of the biggest things for me. I know I'm getting way off track no, from my, no. from my story. Absolutely. But <laughs> it blows my mind that this great, awesome, powerful God that spoke everything into existence, mm. is he proves himself to me. Yes. He proves his faithfulness to me over and over again through these trials. Yeah. And, and he doesn't need to do that. No. I, I should be the one proving myself faithful to him. That's the way it should go in, in our right. world, right? Right. But no, I mean, his love for us goes way beyond what we could ever it's think so or imagine. And so it's, it is so beautiful. The, the trials still hurt. The suffering is, is, you know, it's, it's hard. But he comforts you and he's there for you. And you can still have joy knowing how he feels about you, how how what's the word you know how special you are like he adores us he we're so precious right. to god mm. okay and knowing that i mean you, you can just get through anything in, in this life Amen. you know absolutely going back to my story so i i had this relationship with god and um my marriage was getting worse and worse so here i am i'm praying to god to heal my marriage mm. heal my marriage heal my you know Please heal my marriage. Because I wanted my kids to grow up in this perfect. Mm -hmm. And I did everything I could to be perfect in my marriage. And be that homemaker. Yeah. And just that storybook for my kids to, you know, that. So the outside looking in, look at. It, it did. And here I am. I'm trying and trying and trying to make everything perfect. And it was failing miserably. So then I started getting angry. Because mm -hmm. that was my M.O. I started getting angry at God and I started yelling at him like, what are you doing? Like, I'm praying for you to heal my marriage. I'm not praying for a fancy car or a big house. Right, These are my right. exact words to God. You know, why aren't you healing my marriage? And so it got to the point where I, I needed to walk away. And when I walked away from my marriage, I walked away from God. Mm. And it killed me because I didn't... I. I stayed for a long time because I, I didn't want my kids to come from a broken home. Right. Not realizing... You know, I was really young, not realizing they were already right in right. a broken home, you know? And so I left, I was waitressing at the time and the kids would be with him on the weekend and, and I started drinking after work and this party life, you know, drinking and having fun and going out to the clubs and dancing and, you know, it was, it was crazy. But what I found is I was attracting all these people into my life that were broken too. Right. So the brokenness and the pain and the heartache from these other relationships was, was killing me. Um, and I, I hated not having that family unit with, with my kids. So I was always looking for that person that was going to fill that mm. void and we're going to have the perfect family right. again. But I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Right. And then from there, we, we got some news that my ex had abused some of the the little loves in my life um and that was devastating like i i just i wanted to die i couldn't handle that's a, a pain that you can't understand unless you walk through it and it's right. just awful and it's 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 terrible can i ask when you say abuse sexually abused okay 
Yeah. Okay. And I, I wanted, I wanted to kill him. Yeah. And I. And that's a cleansed. very human. Yes. Reaction. Yes. Understandable for sure. And so that made me even more angry at God. Mm. Like, are you kidding me? Like right. these these kids grew up praying scripture. Right. So this, you know, and then my parents, you know, they they would try to talk to me about God. And I was just like, F God. Right. Where was he when this yes. was happening? Right. These kids are praying scripture. Where right. was he? You know? And I couldn't understand it. Like, you know, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep for my Lord only makes me dwell in safety. Mm. And I'm screaming. Right. Were they in safety? You know? On a, on a side note to that, something astounding that one of, one of them said to me as an adult was, I do feel like God protected me. And I'm like... What do you mean? And she said, I feel like he protected my mind because wow. um, most girls that, that go through this end up on drugs right. and mm. drinking and in very promiscuous situations right. and, and things like that. And she said, I, I feel like he protected me from that. And I was like, wow. That's you so know. powerful. Wow. Yeah. God's always at work, even when we can't see it, you know, right. he sees the but end. we can trust it as he proves his faithfulness to us. We can trust in him, right? That whatever, whatever is happening, whatever that painful thing is that you're walking through, he's working it out for good somehow, somewhere. Amen. His word That's says good. that. Right. Um, and, and it's the truth for sure. I've, I've seen it over and over again in, in my life. So going through that, I added Klodopin. The doctors prescribe that medication, which makes you like a walking zombie. And right. then you, you add the Jack Daniels to right. that. And I was that's a train wreck. That, yeah. That's a train wreck in itself. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, do not drink on this drug. Why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Right. So I did end up getting off of that. And I, I started using um, Vicodin mm. when I drank because one, I would get drunk quicker. Right. And two, the hangovers were much easier and my hangovers at that point will last in two days wow so god started this this desire in my heart during this time because i was like i can't lose two days a week right right you know i'm hung over i'm beat down i can't i can't function and i was just like i don't i don't want to do this anymore you know but going out was like this escape from my reality right where i would go out get completely trashed mm -hmm. and everything went away until the end of the night Right. And then I'm crying my eyes out. I want to die. Like, how much fun am I at that point exactly. for my friends right. and, and my boyfriend at the time? Right. You know, right. he would just he would just hold me and rock me and and be like, you're the strongest woman I know, Dina Marie. You know, right. and and I know that wasn't wasn't fun, but that that's that's the point I got to. And right. then my sister got sick mm -hmm. with leukemia, the good one. Okay, she and my brothers they were the they were the good kids in the family. I was the bad one. Right. And so, um, and she was my whole life, my my best friend. Right. And for her to get sick like that, it was it was so painful to me. Because at this point, like, living was so painful to me. Right. That I didn't want to live. Yeah, understand. And at that point, I wasn't planning out suicide. But at that point, it was like, she's sick. It should be me. I'm the bad one. I'm the one that should right. should be dying here. Right. You know what I mean? And so I really believed that God made her sick to punish me for being so bad. And so that was a, a weight to, to live with. But she 
she was sick for 10 months before she passed and she <laughs> she was so strong mm. um, people would go to see her to feel better you'd be going to you know you go visit someone to help them feel better right when right. you go to see Paula she, she would make you feel better no mm. she was someone. already saved at this no point or no no good good question no we had both walked away from God at the same time for different reasons and <clears throat> My dad was on his knees praying to God, mm. please don't take her from this earth without her being saved. Wow. And she did, she did end up accepting the Lord. And at that point, she was saying some pretty profound things to me. I have to say though, <clears throat> you know, like, wow. That just shows you the faithfulness mm -hmm. that Jesus has to his children. Right. Absolutely, with, amen you know a, a father probably walking through his own pain because his daughter right. has leukemia and he knows that she's gonna pass yeah and here he is just praying and crying out god don't let my daughter leave this earth without yeah. you right yeah you know wow. powerful oh yeah powerful absolutely to the faithfulness of who jesus is amen yeah she's She's sick. We looked at bone marrow transplants, people, seven and a half million people, no match. <clears throat> so at this point, the doctor said to her, do you want me to prescribe something for anxiety? People at this point normally will, you know, have, and she's like, no, she, she wasn't afraid to die because right. at that point she had accepted the Lord. She, she got back she into the God's word, knew where she was going. But it was the rest of us that she was worried about. Right. Okay. So we're at the we're at the the elevator in Rhode Island Hospital, and I I just start crying and I'm like, why did this have to happen to you? Of all the scumbags in the world, why did God have to yeah. let this happen to you? And she turned around, she looked me dead in the face, and she said, No, this is something that happens to people. She said, And you, out of everybody, knows. How stubborn I was about going back to God mm -hmm. and he knew what it would take to get me to turn back to him wow, wow. I know I get goosebumps she said she had her own walk too I would rather get sick and and find him and, and leave this earth with him than le live the rest of my life without him and not wow. have eternity with him That's so powerful and uh, and then another conversation um, Actually, it was the same one. She t we walked a little bit. She turned around to me and she said, you know, Dina, we had a lot of fun partying with people, but we've never really been happy since we walked away from him. Mm. And I was like, wow. she's." I knew she was right, but I had no idea how to get back to him. Right. I really, at this point, I was in such a mess in, in wow. every way. I had no idea. She would actually have me read the Bible to her and it didn't make sense to me. That's wild. It is wild because... You know, you open it's you can read it like a book. Right. How does this not make sense? It was just so confusing. I don't. I just had those blinders right. on. Right. I didn't have the Holy Spirit. Right. Yeah. So she ended up on hospice at my house, and we were trying all these different home remedies and looking into like going to India with her because they had a, a yeah. cure for it. She was never well enough to take the trip, so I was full of optimism in this moment, right? And I said, you know, because they had given her two days to live. And it was six weeks later and she was still with us. And wow. I said, I really feel like God's, you know, this is the first time I'm like hopeful right. about God, right? 
I said, I really feel like God's keeping you here for a, for a reason. We're going to find something that works. And she got mad at me, and she turned around, and she said, you know, maybe he's keeping me here longer till more of you get saved. She said, she said, none of you are getting closer to God through this. Right. And I was like, wow, how am I supposed to get closer to God through this? Right. right. I didn't say that to her, but later, years after she passed, I realized, like, she knew where she was going. She wanted to know that we, her loved ones were going to meet up yes. with her someday. Right, right. You know, after she passed, I knew that if I ever wanted to see her again, that I needed to mend my relationship with God, but I had no idea how to do that. Right. How do you do that? Like, I'm partying. I'm doing all the things against God. I don't know any other way. Um, and the devastation and hopelessness that I was starting to feel became overwhelming to the point where I was like, there's no point to my life. There's no reason that I was ever born. Mm. And as long as I live, now I had been hopeful during different times of my life. Oh, I got the worst behind me and the, you know, the right. rest of my life's going to be better. And you know, it can only get better from here. Right. And then something worse would happen. Right. So I ended up taking out a, a, a life insurance policy. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I was adamant that I was going to end my life and that even my kids were going to be better off without me because they were going to have so much money that they would never struggle. Right. These are the real thoughts that went through my head. Absolutely. Like You're not thinking in the right state of mind when you get to that point. Mm -hmm. Like Hopelessness, <clears throat> again, it's one of those things where you, don't, you can't really understand it unless you walk through it right. and experience it. And I just... I met with the, the life insurance guy to sign the papers and he goes, I know you're not going to kill yourself, but I do have to disclose the suicide rider to you. If you were to kill yourself within the next two years, your beneficiaries wouldn't get the money. And I didn't hear anything else he said after that. I was just like, are you kidding me? This is how bad my life is. Like, I can't even do this. Not even this wow. can go right, right for me. Right. I wasn't thinking like, you're going to be putting your children in the same pain that you're trying to run away from right right it, it just you know i look back now and i'm like oh god forgive me for the, the even the thought of it but but it, it's a real thing and hoping that there there are people that can connect because coming out on the other side of it i thank god that i knew there was another option right because god met me at four o'clock in the morning i woke up and nick Vichek was on the TV and he's the man without limbs. Oh yeah. And know. he's yeah. full of joy and right. hope and he he was giving the scripture in Jeremiah 29:11 to 13. For I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans for hope and a future. Mm. And all I could think of is, wow, could that be true for me? Right. Could mm. Could God have a plan for my life? Mm. Because none of my plans are working out. None of them. And so that's when I surrendered. And I was just, I sat down with God. And I, I let him know how it was going to go down. You're like, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to yeah. serve you. Yes. Okay? <laughs> right? So oh, God. at this point, so suicide is now out of the question. You can't do it. I didn't. Right, right. So Jesus wakes you up at 4 in the morning. Yeah. You turn on the TV and the TV was already on. But oh, it yeah. was. Yeah. So, and there's this gentleman with no limbs. Yeah. 
and God's using him to speak to you. Yeah. Wow. At how far from when Paula went to heaven to that point? Almost three years. Whew. Wow. Wow. So you were running mm. still oh, yeah. for three years. Oh, yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Um, so I said to God, now, because we all have our conceptions of who God was, mm. is who God is. Yeah. I thought he was this mean tyrant right, looking down right. on me like looking for every opportunity to punish me in my life. And I thought he hated me and I hated him right back. Yeah. And um, I thought, you know, you gotta, you gotta stop drinking, you gotta stop smoking, you, mm. you can't um, yeah, go to concerts, all. you can't listen to worldly music, like all of these things that, you know, was all I knew at that point in my life. Right. So I told him, you're gonna have to take the drinking because I can't do it. Mm. And I said, uh, I'm really going to miss going to concerts. And I was listening to some really dark, dark music, angry music and mm. getting drunk. And I knew it was wrong, you know. So I said, I know I'm going to have to stop going to these concerts, but I'm, I'm just going to let you know, like, I'm really going to miss that, but I'll do it. I'll comply, you know. I said, <laughs> I love our thought process. It really, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, we, we like, think, yeah. <laughs> Right. That's so funny. I said, I'm not going to go running around telling people about you. I just want a balanced life. Mm. I just want peace. I'm not going to be pushing my beliefs on other people. Right. So yeah. let's get that straight right <laughs> from the get-go. Put that right on the table. Here, yeah, okay? yep, yeah. <laughs> Which I think is funny now because I can't stop telling people right. about I was going to say, like, you're the total opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. so funny. But, I mean, how could you not? Like, when God changes you so much and has done so much in you, and how do you not tell people about right. it? Right. And that's um, the truth. You want everyone to have what you have. Right, you right. Know? And uh, what else did I tell him? I, I just, like, laid it all out. And But, you know, I, I go to church one day, and uh, I see this poster for Soul Fest. Mm. I didn't know there was, like, this music that right. was, like, life-giving yes. and awesome and, you know. Soul Fest is full fun, of, too. It is. It is. It's, yeah. Oh, that's the other thing I said. I know my life is going to be boring, but right. I don't even care. I just want peace, you right. know. And it's never been more exciting. Right. 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 You know? the truth. We come to this lie in our head that these Jesus people are so boring and they have to live one specific way and blah, blah, blah. But it's not. It's yeah. so much more fulfilling and you don't Happy. know what life is right. until you have life in you through yeah, Christ. That's good. Like right. you know. So yeah, I I ended up finding a church and just God met me every step of the way. So I found this church that was really just constant the love, the mercy, the grace. I'm like, what is this? Oh, that was the other thing I had said to him. I don't know what this love of God thing is that everybody talks about, but I'd really like to know. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you can show me, okay? <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, for, for years it was just showing me and through the word, you know, how Jesus loves the sinner. You know, that's what he came for. That's what he died for. And, you know, that lie to all these people that that feel like they're that bad person, that they know they're not living their life right. And they're living... Can I ask you a question on that, though? Did Before you were really walking with Jesus, did you feel as though you were a sinner or you were a bad person? 
other than feeling like, you know, your issues with your dad growing up and stuff, but did you feel like you were a bad person? Um, yes and no. Because I thought I was a great person. But at the same time, I did know that everything that I was doing in my life was against what God's word says. And you knew that because of your dad. I knew that from, um, growing, from up. growing up with, okay. uh, you know, my aunt, my mom, my dad, you know, teaching God's ways. However, what I didn't realize was that God's ways are the best, how to have the best life possible. Right. I mean, you live according to God's word and, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to be bound up by all of these different right things that alcohol and, and drugs and, and things right. like that. If we're depending on him instead of these things for an escape, so we're not going to go through that right. stuff, you know? So, you know, yeah, he does have his law in place. Um, but one, it's, it's the best way to live. Mm -hmm. And two, he has a provision for it when we mess up because we all mess up. Right. Amen. Right. Even Amen. now, you know right. what I mean? There's things I struggle with and he, he meets me and, and I think that's the point of our Christian walk, too, is that we're never going to be on this earth and be perfect. Mm, yeah. We're always going to have something that we need to go to the foot of Jesus for. Yeah, and that's a big misconception inside and outside the church. Mm. Because there are a lot of people that think that we are supposed to be perfect. And so they're ready to call us out when we're not. However, right. they don't see the beauty of we're covered. Right. You know, Jesus has covered right. us. But at, at the same time... But if we are perfect, then Jesus went to the cross for nothing. Right. So exactly. he was perfect. And he, we need to keep going to the cross in the foot of Jesus with Amen. everything that we have. Yep. You know? Yep. Amen. For sure. Yeah. You know, you had said something way back when you found out what your ex had done. <clears throat> and you were like, God, really? Here they are, you know, quoting scriptures and reading scriptures. And and where were you? Mm. You know, the night that I got saved, that's exactly what I said to Jesus. Like, you know, being a kid growing up, being sexually violated by not just one or two. You know, my uncle, we had just come home from church. And I watched my uncle lift his hands to the Lord and, mm. you know, and so <clears throat> that was a question that I posed to Jesus the night I got saved. And I remember hearing him audibly and he said, I was there. Mm. I was holding you and I was touching him to say, don't, but it's man's will. He doesn't, God doesn't force himself right. to, you know what I mean? And so when you said that, it was like, whoa, I can yeah. remember yeah. clearly, you know? Yeah. And when I, when I made the decision that, all right, I'm going to do this with, with God, there were questions like that, that I said, all right, I'm going to have to put those aside and not allow that to get in my way mm. of taking taking this step with him because for a long time it was it was like okay if there's such a if god is so great then why is all the whole world full of such suffering and right. pain and people yeah. doing this to little babies and right. stuff you know <clears throat> and i said i'm gonna have to put that aside and maybe when i get to heaven i'll get an answer for that but there are questions and there were other questions that i'm gonna have to 
put aside and stop letting it block me from having that relationship with him. And and he did. I mean, he was faithful in, in showing me through the years, like, we live in a broken world. Mm-hmm. You know, he created the Garden of Eden where everything was perfect. Right. And we'll get back there. You know, he's made that plan for us to get back to that place. But until then, we need to be the light in a dark world. And, you know, there are so many people that um, they do these horrific, awful things. But God loves them too. And the only way, and that's a whole other testimony Mm -hmm. where I I did get at court to to confront my ex-husband. Like... It's hard to forgive that. It was very hard for me, and I still struggle with that. The only way there's going to be a change is if those people get the gospel, they get the healing, and they get the that change of life, that transformation. And I'm not saying that they should be trusted around little ones after that or whatever. But they, if they're in a true relationship with Christ, God can change those desires that they have, and and they won't want to be around little ones that. They, where they would be tempted, tempted yeah. you know. But um, you know, nothing in life makes sense without God. And that's Amen. the truth. That's okay. All of the messes, all of the hurts, all of the sudden suffering. It it doesn't make sense without Him. Right. Um, and the hope that we have in Him. Right. I mean, there's nothing. There's no other belief system in the world. There's there's over three hundred million religions in the world. Not one compares to what we have in Him. Right. And it just keeps unfolding. His goodness just keeps unfolding and unfolding and unfolding. Yes. Yeah. I, I feel like it's so powerful because we serve a God that we serve the one true God, I should say, that will never force you. Right. Will only ask you. Mm-hmm. He'll ask you, can I be your God? Can I, yeah. can I, even though he died for me, for you, for, mm-hmm. for Lori and stuff, it just, he will ask. And he's not going to force it, but he loved us so much that he went to the cross. Yeah. You know, and got beaten and mocked and spit on and his let allowed his mother to watch him die. Uh, like, yeah. all of that for us, for a maybe. Mm-hmm. For a maybe. Yeah. Yep. And I just find it to be so beautiful that that is our God. That's Absolutely. our God that loves us so much that neither none of us deserve it. I know. You know? Yeah. So powerful. Yeah. So powerful. So can I ask you a question? How long have you been saved for? Well, my spiritual birthday is coming up on February 23rd. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. So I think it's 16 years. Oh, wow. Nice. So in the 16 years, you know, I know that you said it earlier, we all go through stuff, you know. In the 16 years, is there ever a time where you know you just in desperation there was something you were going through and you cried out to god in desperation in the 16 years of walking with him where he met you in your brokenness in the time frame of being a christian like his faithfulness showing up for me yeah so many times give us one if you wouldn't mind yeah one was my daughter who at the time she was 18 years old she i mean there's so many details to this of how god 
work this out, but I'll try to make it quick because I know we're gonna. No, it's okay. All right. So we were at a family birthday party. She was going to sleep at a friend's house, and I went home. <clears throat> it's the middle of the night, and I wake up to a thud. And I thought it was, you know, I live in a tenement house. I thought it was the people upstairs. And so I was gonna go back to sleep, and I said, no, get up and use the bathroom. So when I get up, our our bedroom drawers face each other, and the bathroom's right in the middle. So I see the light on under her bedroom door. Mm. And I was like, she's not here. What, what the heck is going on? I open the door. As I open the door, she's in midair falling off the bed for the second time. Her face is completely white, no color in her lips whatsoever. I mean, I get sick thinking about it. And I just grab her. She's dead weight. I grab her and I just start screaming at her. What did you, I'm thinking she's ODing. Right. You know, not that she had done drugs or had an out, but in her state, I was just like, what did you take? You need to tell me right now. And she's like trying to talk and she can't talk. And she's like, nothing, I smoked. So I drag her to my bedroom where my phone is. I call 911. Now I sat her on the phone. My, my bed was on the floor. The mattress was on the floor. I sat her on the bed. I, I go to grab my my phone. I call 911. And she gets, gets up and collapses on the floor. Oh my gosh. Now I just start going, Jesus, 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 Jesus. <laughs> right? The guy on the phone is screaming, ma'am, you have to calm down. What's happening? And so I look at her. Her eyes are wide open. She's not breathing. And her face is completely white. Jesus. She's, oh my gosh. She's dead on the floor. This is this is what like my daughter's dead on the floor. I just screamed from my gut. I was just like, God, don't take her. She's not saved yet. Wow. Jesus. Oh. I, I mean, they we we got it to the hospital. By the time the guys got there, she had she had gotten up and and she had color back. They said it was a a, a seizure. Wow. But to me, in that moment, she was down the floor. Right. And, um, yeah, he he met me there. He, like... <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Having wow. kids, I and I, there are little kids, it's just, that is something oh, that yeah. Yeah. I don't look forward to. Because and they're going to make choices. Yeah, it's, it's, um, I mean, of all the things in the world, it's just... Has um, she ever had seizures like that before? No, never. And, uh, ever after? No, thank God, no. I was traumatized. Wow. wow. Yeah, I was. I was like sleeping in her bed for a couple of nights. She's like, right. "Okay, mom, I'm all right." <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's wild. You know, but, though, I I have to say, you know, you just said something about you know you, your children getting older and they're gonna make decisions. But if anything we can take away from this conversation is the faithfulness that Jesus Christ has mm, absolutely. to a parent right. that stands in the gap for their children. Right. Like, yeah. Amen. So your father, I would have to believe, I'm sorry, your father, how many children does he have? Five. Are they all saved? Yes. Well, Paul is, Paul is not with us anymore, but yes. Yeah. It's faithfulness. Yeah. You know? Jesus is just so faithful. Mm -hmm. He really is. Amen. Yep. You know. And even for, you know, our children, like his grandchildren, and we're still praying that these kids come up against so much in this world right now. There's a spirit of confusion and, yes. um, you know, so much with the new age religion, mm. which 
your grandmother and my mother warned us about 45 years ago the new age religion the new age religion and now we're seeing like this widely accepted feel-good kind of mm -hmm. religion that you do have to act a certain way in order to you know come back as something progressed you know in in life of reincarnation and um uh you know they they, they talk about manif manif manifesting. manifesting what you want in life yep it, only God can speak things into existence. Right. And, you know, it's it's just this delusion mm. that's been indoctrinated through the years. It's just... Well, now they're starting to, like, even in schools. Oh, yeah. You know, like, just about, you know, in, in Connecticut, that's why I'm homeschooling, is in kindergarten, they're starting to talk to the kids about who do you think you are? Yeah. Who do you, like... Do you think you're this or do you think you're this? Like, well, well, we're already teaching the kids to, to make a decision like, oh, maybe I am something else. And that's the thing, like school's teaching science. Now all of a sudden science isn't accurate. Accurate. You know, there is no male or female. Right. But it, it gets to the point where, I mean, it just it, there's mm. no end to it. I mean, we got kids in, in North Kingstown that are identifying as cats. Right. And... And the people, the teachers and stuff have to accommodate them. That's wild. And speak to them. Like, meowing. Like, this is this is mental illness. That's you're not, you're not doing anybody any favors right. by encouraging this behavior. And right. we got people in political offices and school systems and that are encouraging this right, and right. it's it's really sad but we have we have the answer we have the the hope that's in jesus christ Absolutely. for wholeness of every person in in our identity in him and not in, of the things of the world for any of Amen. us right no matter how we're feeling or what we're going through right. you know knowing that we are treasured and we have intrinsic value to the right. creator, the most powerful being that spoke things into existence, right. you know, the, the love that's there for us, you know, we're all wired. We all want to be loved unconditionally yeah, yes. yep. and we all want to live forever. Yeah. Okay. Right. Those two things right there. It's like, we got it all. We got right. the hope. We got the love. We got the grace. We got the mercy. It's just, I think and, people don't know how to get there. And it's not just written and, and talked about. It's It's been proven. It's right. been, you know, him dying on the cross was the greatest act of of love that there ever was. Amen. Right. And, you know, up until recently, time was marked by Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right, right. You know, right. before Christ and after death. Right. Yep. You know, we got we we change that now, but that's you know for two thousand years, that's how we marked time. Right. Well, I mean, we do. I mean, God does say in His book that He allows Satan to rule the earth. Of course, He's going to do anything He can to try to wipe out what mm -hmm. Jesus did yep. or who He was, he or but He's yep. never going to be able to do that. Right. You know what I mean? We know the end. He's just going to try to take as many people as He can. Right. Mm. Right. So. Of course, but so are we. Right, exactly. We got the and keys to the kingdom. And, truth, so. and that's why we're here today is Come you know, on. telling our stories and mm. taught I, I think the most powerful thing that we can do is tell our story. Tell yeah. our story Absolutely. because our story is going to connect to somebody else and that person's hopefully going to fall at the foot of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because if I can do it or you can do it or you can do it, exactly they can do it too. 
Which was what you happened. You don't need with, to get cleaned up with the guy with, without limbs. Right. He told his story. I heard it. I was like, could that be true for me? Right. And we have that. We have hope. We have redemption. We have restoration. And we don't need to be cleaned up. And we got a world of people around us mm -hmm. that are hurting and right. looking for what we have. Right. Absolutely. So I would I would like to end on this note. So for the women that may be watching, mm -hmm. you may just be that person with no limbs mm -hmm. for them. Maybe they're going through similar things that you went through. So I would ask you first, what would you say to them? And if you would pray for them as well. <clears throat> yeah. So what I would say to anybody is that no matter where you're at, mm. no matter what you've done, no matter what the world has, has told you, you should look like or act like there is a mighty, powerful God mm. who loves you and treasures you and has done so much for you yes. uh, and and will do so much more for you when, once you take that step with him but yes. there is hope in him i thank god that i knew there was another option besides the suicide yes. um i thank god for that and that's my 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 biggest heart is is to let people know that there is hope in jesus christ Amen. that you can have a life that is full that you can be made whole that you can smile and laugh again yeah. that uh, you can have joy even even through the the hard things in life in that there's a an amazing eternity ahead for us god's promises for what's to come is absolutely astounding yes. and uh, we can live with that hope and and yeah that's that's what I have. That's what God's gifted me with. I love my story as painful as it as it has been. I love my story. I would not know the power of God if I did not walk through those things Amen. and see the That's change so of life that he can bring. Right. Yes, ma'am. Right. So I also, I have a, a website mm -hmm. that's called issueswithgod.com. Yeah. And that has all my many issues that I had with God. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Check it out. How God has, and, and I have a um, an email if anyone wants to get in touch. Yeah. So, yeah. pray. Father God, we just, we thank you and praise you, Lord, for the hope that you bring, for the love that you've given, for the grace and the mercy for us, Lord, in our, in our imperfect ways, in our brokenness, Lord, you just... You're just waiting for us to turn to you so that you can just start to work and heal and make whole again, Lord God. In the deepest pains, I just pray for anybody out there that's listening, that's really suffering with any kind of pain that this life and this world brings our way, Lord God. I just, I pray your hand upon them. I pray that you would just open their hearts, Lord, just meet them where they're at and I'm just... Let them feel that love that you have for them, Lord God. And Father, we we are so grateful for, for all you've done on our behalf, that you loved us so much that you couldn't bear eternity without us, Lord God. Yes. That's why you came. Eternity is going to be full of wonderful, 
hopeful things, lovely things. Your your love, Lord God, that's your presence alone, Lord God, with all all the goodness. Father, we uh, we thank you that you've provided for us in in all of these ways that that we will spend eternity with you through our faith and in what you've done for us on that cross that you did away with sin so that everyone entering heaven is is made clean and perfect mm -hmm. and there will not be any sin in heaven lord there'll there won't be these things that cause pain and suffering so we thank you lord we uh, give you all praise honor and glory in your precious name we pray amen 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 that was so powerful. I want to thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. I I love telling my story. We I love to hear it. I because I've heard bits and pieces, so I'm I love I loved your story. Thank you. Thank you. We want to thank you for listening for our first episode of season two. We I just feel so powerfully. I just want to make sure that if you're listening and you do have suicidal thoughts or anything, you are wanted. You are loved. You you would be missed. So I just want to make sure that you know that there's people, even if you don't know Jesus yet, reach out. Amen. Reach out to me, reach out to Evangelist Lorianne or Dina, reach out because your life mm -hmm. matters. Yes. And you belong here and you belong with Jesus, even if you don't understand that yet. And God has a plan and a purpose. Absolutely. He's yes. created everyone with a purpose yes. and a plan for their life. We will continue our talks every mm -hmm. Tuesday. They will drop starting, you know, with Dina. And then we don't know who's next. It's going to be a surprise. Sure it's going to be... It's going to be a good season, so make sure you tune in. Like, subscribe, share with your friends, comment, find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. And other than that. And one more thing. Again, if you want to be anonymous and you're going through some stuff, like Dina Marie said, she has, it's called issueswithgod.com. Mm -hmm. And you can reach out there anonymously mm -hmm. if you need help and she also has a website you said an email an email i'm sorry yep through the website okay yeah so issueswithgod.com so reach out reach out yeah definitely you're not alone you're no. not alone and if anything you know struck up in your heart reach out to Dina Marie. She will definitely. I'd love to be there for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you heard any background noise, we apologize. We're just kicking it with Jesus here at our coffee table. Absolutely. <laughs> so there may be a dog barking or a motorcycle <laughs> going. That's just, that's life. So we thank you for joining us. And we are just kicking <laughs> it with Jesus. <laughs>